Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad Roth with ATREpodcast.com, all things real estate. I've been in the real estate business since 1998. So I started this podcast to give agents, buyers, sellers a place to go and a place to get information. Doing an episode today on you're interested in selling your home, what's next? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to get a real estate agent out there to tell you what they think your home is worth and see how it coincides with what your thoughts were. And you need to come up with a strategy. So your real estate agent can help you come up with a strategy. Now, oftentimes people will tell you, oh, you need to interview three people or you need to interview five people. That's really not the case. Go with your gut. Go with who you feel good with. You're going to actually have to work with them for a month or two or longer. And you really want to make sure that you're hiring someone that you believe in and that you trust. Sometimes that can happen on the first time you meet with someone. Sometimes it could be the third. You just don't know. But go with your gut and go with the person that really comes in and loves your house as much as you do. That really wants to sell your house and that you share the same vision, right? That you can get along with them. Very, very important. So you get your agent out there and they tell you what they think it's worth and you decide to hire them. Next step, what do you do? Well, you want to declutter your home. You want to make sure that your home shows really well. Even if maybe your home needs updating, there's things you can do to it to spruce it up from decluttering, maybe painting a little, adding some plants, just brightening it up, changing the light bulbs to a a brighter light bulb, anything. You know, a lot of times people will say, hey, that house down the street sold for so much less than the one up the street. Why do you think it's a model match? I don't know. It could have been a rainy day, right? Maybe it was showing gloomier. Maybe they didn't prepare the home correctly. There's so many things you can do. So talk to your agent about, do I need to declutter? Maybe do I need to paint a little? Do we need to stage? There's several things that you can do to attract more buyers and to get more money. You also want to have a professional photographer come. So once the professional photographer comes and does some beautiful pictures of your home and maybe a drone video, maybe some Matterport, which will show your home in 3D, really give buyers an opportunity to see your home in different capacities, especially with right now we're in the middle of coronavirus. So maybe someone can't come to your home, but a great way for them to be able to view the home is by doing a Matterport, a 3D listing, or by doing a video, or having maybe their agent do a FaceTime with them until they can get in. There's so many things that you can do. What should you expect? Well, you wanna have a really good summary of your home written that presents your home to the public with the photography. When you're doing the paperwork, your agent's gonna ask you to sign a contract. Keep in mind, you want to set them up for success, right? Don't be so hard on your agent and worry about how long it's going to be listed for. Give them a six-month listing. Give them a shot. And as far as commission goes, you know, work that out with your agent. But don't worry so much about what you're paying your agent. Worry about what you're keeping in your pocket. A lot of times, someone will want to discount their commission to get the listing. But really, when picking that agent for the wrong reasons, it could cost you money in the long run. So you really want to do your homework and make sure that you're with someone who's a good negotiator. I mean, if they can't negotiate their own commission, how are they going to negotiate the sale of your home? When you go to your doctor's office, you're going to have a, a surgery. Are you going to go with that guy who's going to give you a discount on the surgery? So why do it with your house? Your house is one of the most important things that you could do to set yourself up for financial freedom. Go with the person who sees your vision who has a strategy for you for life and is going to be your realtor for life. Build relationships with your agent. 
Yes, I'm talking to you, Mr. or Mrs. Seller. Build a relationship with your realtor. We're here to help, and we want your business for life. We want to sell your family and your friends and everybody else that you know homes. Really, that's what it comes down to, right? We want to be your hero. We want to grow with you. So after you've picked your agent, you've done all that, and I told you, and you talk about what you need to do in order to bring your home to market, once it's on the market, people often say, well, I, I want more money for my house than the last house, and the reason is I think my house is nicer. Keep in mind, it's almost impossible to underprice a home or undersell a home. It's very easy to overprice a home. So if you overprice a home, no one may look at it. But if you underprice a home, you may get several offers and you're going to end up getting the offers so inflated that you'll oftentimes get more than what your home is worth and you'll get the terms you want. You might get someone to remove a appraisal contingency or you know, remove a home inspection contingency or remove all their contingencies because they want your house so badly. So you want to set yourself up for success. Again, it's almost impossible to underprice a home. It's very easy to overprice. So keep that in mind. Now, ask your agent. Say, as you get offers, send them to me. So that way you can start looking at them, get familiar with them, and then maybe you could do it either in person or even a Zoom call with your agent to go over all the offers. And your agent oftentimes, especially if they're a good agent, they'll have a counter offers for each one written. So when they're on the phone with you, they can say, look, I've prepared counter offers for this, 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 and this. Let's reject these ones and explain to you why you're going to reject certain offers and accept other offers or counter certain other offers. You may hear your agent say, we're going to do best and final offer. Well, that means whoever puts an offer in, what's going to happen is, is they're going to put an offer in and then your agent's going to say, hey, here's the terms on what we're looking for if we're going to accept your offer. And we want you to come back one more time and you're going up against other offers with your best and final offer. So that's going to be your shot to have your best and final offer. Now let's hope there's buyer's agents that are good enough, that are calling your agent, expressing to them how much their clients want the house. Oftentimes they'll write a letter and they'll put a picture on, which is great. It, it lets you see a little bit more about who's buying your home. And oftentimes sellers will say, I don't really care who's buying it, but you do. And not for any other reason, if you're not emotionally involved at all, for business-wise, you, you should care. Because you want to see who's buying it and if they're emotionally involved. And if you could tell that they're emotionally involved, you're going to have less problems during the escrow because they're going to do everything they can to make sure that the house closes. What else? Well, once you're in escrow, you're going to have a home inspection. And in your home inspection, oftentimes the buyers are going to come back with a laundry list filled with things or they're going to come back with, hey, I'd like this fixed, this fixed, and this fixed. You don't have to do anything. It's really important that you show that you're willing to work with people. So that way, it's just a good experience for all. One of the things I like to do is I will get uh, credits. So let's say you gave someone $5,000 in credits to do their own repairs at their own leisure. And then ask them to sign a held harmless, which holds you and your agents harmless from any future lawsuits concerning the home inspection because they took a credit for it, which is pretty nice. And it works out great for everyone. There's so many things that you are going to want to do to try and help protect yourself so that you're protected, the buyers are protected, maybe buy the buyer's uh, home warranty. 
It gives them a home warranty on their house. It costs you, you know, depending on what state you're in, or what city you're in, anywhere between $500 and $700. And it gives them a warranty on all appliances and other little things for a year. They just have to pay a service charge to come out. So that's another great thing to look at. Oftentimes you'll look at like a 30-day escrow. If you need a couple days after escrow closes, make sure that your agent puts in there that you're moving out close of escrow plus one day or plus two days. And that gives you a couple days afterwards in order to move out. Anyway, I hope you found this information helpful. Hope you guys are having a great absolutely fantastic, wonderful day and you're ready to sell. There's a lot of great agents to choose from. If you ever need any suggestions, feel free to go to my website at atrepodcast.com. Shoot me an email and I'll see if I can get you an agent in the city or the state you're looking for since we are a nationwide podcast. And that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, many of my podcast listeners have become my coaching clients. If you'd like to be a coaching client, Go to my website at www.atrepodcast.com and sign up for your free 30-minute coaching evaluation at www.atrepodcast.com. And as my dad would always say, have an attitude of gratitude.